Greetings and salutations, and I have no idea where that came from. Yeah, I really, if you remember Corona and Single, I'm looking for an intro that has that pizzazz like that, but I just, I can't find anything. So I just keep coming on here saying greetings and salutations. (laughs) Anyway, welcome back to Make That Make Sense. Thank you for once again tuning in to this bi-weekly podcast. I genuinely hope that y'all are doing well because you matter and the people who love you matter. And life be lifing out here, okay? We thought the internet was undefeated. Turns out life is the true undefeated heavyweight champion of the universe. Not the world, but the universe. And, you know, with that being said, I felt like this week... We're going to go beyond the surface level with our discussion. This week, the discussion is a little heavy, but it's necessary, you know? Like, when I started this podcast, I said, nothing is off limits. I'm going to keep it PC, but I'm going to keep it real all the time. Because I'm unfiltered, you know? And because nothing is off limits, everything cannot be sunshine and rainbows all the time. So this week... I do want to discuss suicide. Yeah, I know. Go ahead and pour that glass of wine. Go ahead and roll up that blunt. And if this ain't for you, trust me, I get it. (laughs) But the thing with suicide is a lot of people don't understand it. And a lot of people have no compassion to understand it. And a lot of people can be judgmental about it. So for me, I just wanted to make that make sense from my personal point of view. From my own experiences. So let's um let's get deep with this shit. Whew. Whew. All right, y'all. Y'all ready? All right, let's go. First and foremost, I am not a therapist. I am not a psychologist. I got a bachelor's in sociology, and that's about it. My point is, I don't have all the answers. I'm not claiming to have all the answers. I ain't even got a quarter of the a quarter of the answers, okay? My point is my knowledge in this subject is purely coming from personal experience. And for me, I wholeheartedly believe that our transparency allows others to be seen and possibly healed from their own issues. So that's why I don't mind being transparent all the time. I don't have to give you the full picture, but I can be real enough for you to understand, to relate. So Why am I discussing suicide? Well, if you're tapped in on social media, you know about the passing of Miss USA, Chelsea Christ, and Regina King's son, Ian. Both young, both black, both died by suicide. And I know mental health is being discussed more these days. Therapy is no longer frowned upon in the black community. Thank God for growth. Older generations may not agree with it, but a larger number of us are in therapy or we want to be because we know that our mental health is just as important as our physical health. And let me park the car real quick. If anybody from the government is listening, let me tell you something, Uncle Sam. We need our our reparations. And in those reparations, I want no taxes, free health care and therapy for all black people and descendants of if you're black, 
you get some therapy, okay? Therapy should be free for us. That's all I'm saying. We deserve. Power to the people. Happy Black History Month. But seriously, y'all, so many of us are suffering in the darkness with no resources, no support system, just strength and faith. And that good old mentality of this too shall pass. And, and I believe that mentality too, don't get me wrong, but what if it doesn't pass? What if the darkness just consumes you and you give in to it? Like you living in the darkness now. And if you've never been there, I hope you never have to experience it. Because when I say it is heavy in every way possible, it is physically heavy, emotionally, spiritually heavy. And of course, it's mentally heavy. And I don't care how strong you are. Sometimes that, that kind of weight, that kind of weight, whew, that kind of weight will make you say, fuck it. I quit. I never understood why someone would commit suicide. I just, it didn't click in my head like suicide. Like you got to have some strength to, that's, that takes a lot of strength to actually go through and kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? I never understood it. I understand that their men I understood that their mental health was obviously impacted. I understood that they must have thought it was the right thing to do in their mind. I never judged it because some people do. You know, why would you do that to your family? It's selfish. They gave up. You know, all those things people say when they lack the empathy and choose to re choose to be ignorant to the subject. But I never understood how someone could get so low that suicide seemed like the best option. Until I did. Now, to be crystal clear, I've never attempted suicide, but I understand why someone would. I've had enough rounds with depression to know that that shit can get scary dark pretty fucking fast. You know, I hate to admit it, but like, I'm the strong friend. Like, who wants to admit being the strong friend? That's not really a badge of honor these days. But I think I'm the strong friend because I choose and I've always dealt with things on my own. I choose to deal with things on my own. But I deal with things on my own because I hate people judging me. Okay. Overall, I feel like a lot of people lack empathy and I just rather not invite you into my emotional space for you to judge me. Who the fuck? Like, no, no, thank you. And that's not saying, that's not saying I have shit friends. I just, I don't know. Like when you spend majority of your life dealing with shit on your own, it's hard to kind of switch that shit up now. You know what I'm saying? So I deal with shit on my own because people are judgmental. I deal with shit on my own because I don't trust a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe it's the Scorpio in me. I'm like, tell me where you hide your skeletons and I'll show you my graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> we can discuss war stories and roast each other with dark humor. Yeah, that's a turn on for me. But yeah, I don't trust. I would have to trust people enough to really say yeah, I'm in some dark, heavy shit right now, you know, and really going to detail on how I got there and how I'm feeling, you know. But overall, I figured, you know, I've gotten through so much shit on my own. One more time won't hurt me. Until it does. Now, my last round with depression had a bitch concerned. Oh, concerned to the max concerned. How that, um, how that Kanye song go? Even if you're not ready for the day, 
It cannot always be night. Well, bitch, it was night every damn day, okay? It wasn't no light outside. I don't give a fuck what you said. When It was just darkness, darkness all around. Darkness, brothers, okay? It was dark. There was no light at the end of the tunnel, and that's just what it was. I was done praying because in my mind, God had clearly put me on do not disturb because at this point in my depression, I'm like, Lord, I done done everything that I'm supposed to do. I done, I done journaled, I done meditated, I done prayed, I done cried, I done prayed, I done cried, I done prayed, I done cried, and you ain't delivered me yet. So you clearly ain't rocking with me right now. So I was concerned because I'm like, I'm looking at the watch, looking at the calendar, like I should be out of this by now, but I'm not. This is new territory for me. This is concerning. My chest physically hurt. I had headaches. I'd go running and I'd just cry while I ran, like so on some Lifetime movie time, like Lifetime shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was giving full-on dramatics, but it was my life. <laughs> like, damn. And, uh, like, people, if people think I'm a bitch, trust me, baby, I'm a bigger bitch to myself, especially when I'm in that dark shit, okay? Like, because when it gets dark, I have to remember that words mean things and words are my jam. So to feed myself positive things. And I was doing all the opposite of that. Oh, honey. Oh, yeah. I was lying to myself daily. You're trash. I was judging myself. I genuinely believed that I was pathetic and deserved my own darkness. Because why are you still out here making stupid decisions over 30? And I have a hard time having pity parties. No, I don't have pity parties. I have a what the fuck is wrong with you party. So, yeah, I fed myself all that negative shit and believed it was fact. I said, these are logical facts. <laughs> Ooh, I was a mess. And I clearly wasn't in therapy. Hello, give me my motherfucking reparations. I'm serious, y'all. We need free therapy for all black people. Reparations. Say it with me now. Therapy. Free therapy. Now, I could tell y'all everything that led up to the depression, but again graveyard hello skeletons trust issues i'm gonna need a minimum of five skeletons to you know expose myself to you but i'll you know i'll say this i got to the point in my depression where i was so mentally exhausted that i remember thinking god if i don't wake up tomorrow i won't be mad at you and that thought just continued to float around, you know, like I, it just continued to float around and all the heaviness. I'd wake up, feel like shit, deal with the day, you know what I'm saying? And go lay back down and I'd be like, yeah, I just, it's still there. I won't be mad. There was no peace in my life, none to be found. Then another day. The next thought that came to mind was, I understand why people kill themselves. And that set off alarms. It just, it, as deep as I was in that depression, that understanding of suicide, like it was like a, I just remember being in that moment like, ugh. I would love some peace right now. Mm. I would love to have a reason to smile right now. Oh, 
I would love to know without a shadow of a doubt that everything is going to be okay. Because honestly, at this point, I have been dealing with this depression for so long. I really didn't know that shit was going to be okay. I was like, I really don't know anymore. So yeah, I totally understand why someone would commit suicide. That is, that is torture. It is real torture, y'all. Like that is, and when you were just going about life and living life and functioning amongst all that mental torture that you got going on in your head, man. Oh, if I was smoking, I'd hit the blunt right now. But at that point, I was like, damn, I don't think I'm as strong as I thought I was. And that scared me because I knew for certain at that point, my mind was hanging on by a thread. And I was like, if I don't get help soon, I really don't know what my next thought is going to be. And I'm quite certain I can't trust it. Now, I no longer had the desire to pray. And that's that's a lot for me, because if I don't do nothing else, baby, I'm a pray. OK, I'm a pray myself through it. OK, but I ain't had a will to pray. And to be honest, I may have been mad at God because I had been praying for so long. And I'm like, well, you know, he clearly want me to be down here suffering. So he ain't hearing me on purpose, whatever, you know. But I said, I don't have the will to pray, but I know somebody else will pray for me. Because and even in my darkness, I was like, I don't trust these thoughts. So I should probably reach out to someone. I ain't got to let them know what's going on, but I should reach out. And I'm pretty sure I text maybe three or four people because, again, trust issues. I'm really going to work on that when I get back to therapy. I text my father, my sister, my line sister, and maybe like one other person. And I simply said, I'm in a really dark place right now and I need you to pray for me. And that's all I said. I didn't want to go into details. I didn't have the bandwidth to go into details. I didn't want to talk about it. I really didn't care you know, you know how you like tell somebody I'm gonna pray for you. And like, like, you know how we be online and we be like, we see somebody going through something. You'd be like, I'm gonna pray for you. They probably ain't pray for you, but that's just what you say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really do pray for people. Like I stop what I'm doing and I'm pray for, and I pray for people because I don't want to forget. But I'm like, you know what? I told them I reached out, you know, if they pray for me, great. If they don't, at least somebody knows, you know? I was done with it. I was done with it. So literally the next day, and that's the crazy thing, but it was the next day, y'all. I remember this. It was the next day. I literally woke up and the sun was shining. I know that sounds, it doesn't even sound believable, but the sun was literally shining because there's a picture of me on Instagram right now in an orange dress talking about how I got my joy back. <laughs> it was like my celebration day of coming out of depression but prayer works, you know, I, them niggas must've been praying hard. They must've really been concerned like, and you know, I think about it. My sister and my father probably were concerned because we're that typical black family that we don't really talk about our feelings. You know, I think we're getting better with it, but we don't really talk about our feelings. So the fact that I even sent them that message and let them in to that degree says a lot. So they probably did pray hard. <laughs> they probably did. But 
I just remember the sun shining that day. And to be honest, the sun was probably shining on previous days. But hell, when you're in a dark place, you don't see no damn... The sun is black, okay? When you're in a dark place, the sun is black. But the sun was shining and I just had this will to get up and 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 look good. Because when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. And you know what Deion Sanders said, you feel good, you play good. But it's it's true. Like I was like, I want to look good today. I want to do my hair. I want to do my makeup. I want to celebrate this joy that I feel, literal joy. And depression is not something that you just beat in one day. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to set unrealistic expectations. I was still battling depression for at least another eight months. But the darkness of it was gone. The heaviness of it was gone. It was lighter. And I was completely aware of myself and my thoughts. So now I approach, I'm approaching it with new eyes, with clearer eyes. I say all that to say I understand. I truly understand why people commit suicide now. And I, I mean, I, I hate that I had to be in a dark place to understand it, but I understand it. Because when you're in a dark, heavy place like that and every day there's no peace, every day, that's like Olympic, that's like mental Olympics in your mind. You're just like struggling to get through every day. And a lot of us are wearing a mask because we don't want people in our business. We don't feel like explaining it. We'd rather deal with it on our own. We think we're strong enough to deal with it on our own. And we're not. We're not. Oh, peace. My God. Peace is that one thing. Like, I'm in a place in life where... I'm in control of my peace and I'm aware of my peace. And if you think you're about to come up in my life and disrupt my peace, you are sadly mistaken. Okay. If you want to have problems with me, try to disrupt my peace. Okay. If you want to have problems with me, try to do that. Cause I work too hard for that. Too hard. But I get it. I understand how the darkness can consume you when there's no peace, no joy in your life. And at that point, when you really just want some peace, unfortunately, death seems like the only way that you can achieve it. And tragically, some people take that route. Now, when I read Chelsea Chris' last post, like, my heart, it, it really, my heart really broke. I felt like I was, I felt like I was feeling her energy through that last post, through that picture that is imprinted in my head now. And because um, it was like bringing all these emotions of my own back to the surface for me. But she had wrote in her last post, may this day bring you rest and peace. And when I read it, I was just like, I get it, Chelsea. I get it. I'm just sad that death was the way for her, but damn, I understand. All right, now let me clear the energy in the room. Shucky ducky quack quack. Shucky ducky quack quack. Whew, I know that was heavy for y'all. Now I know it's easier said than done, but please y'all be kind to yourself and others. Show up for yourself and love yourself in the ways that you need. 
I, as I always say, and I'm going to say it, I'm probably going to say it every episode, words are my jam. So I have no problem getting in the mirror and speaking positive affirmations over myself because that shit works, okay? If you think you feel foolish doing that shit, especially if words of affirmation is your thing, you better get your ass in the mirror and just like speak over yourself, real talk. Like I didn't hype myself up in the mirror so much. I like tears will be flowing from my eyes, like just tears of gratitude and joy though because like I really I really like speak over myself to the point where those negative thoughts that were trying to snowball no longer exist I journal I meditate I pray I read and to be honest sometimes that shit still ain't enough which is why I'm taking my black ass back to therapy and why I strongly encourage you to do the same and why therapy needs to be free for black people but no I'm gonna go back to therapy for real and my God, can y'all just be nice to people? I know y'all heard it growing up, but shit, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Y'all have no idea how many people I've spared from the venom that could come out of my mouth and most deserve truth be told. But I don't want to add to anyone's burdens because I don't know what they're going through. You simply don't know. We get online and show our highlight reels all day, but you don't see who's crying themselves to sleep at night. You don't see who's drinking until they pass out. You don't see who cut, who's cutting themselves so they can feel something. You don't see and you don't know. So damn it, be kind or shut the fuck up. Simply put, I would love to see mental health being a priority in school, just like PE. I mean, after all, it is health. We had all those bullshit physical tests creating body issues for us, but we ain't have nothing to address our mental health. That needs to change. And maybe it has. I don't know. I don't have children. But we need to be discussing our feelings way before we're adults trying to navigate this shit. Try adulting while trying to keep your mental health intact, paying bills, keeping a job, raising a family, dealing with racism, dealing with misogyny. Like adulting is hard enough. We need to have the tools to address our mental health way before adulthood. And if they're not already doing that in the schools, they need to be. Seriously. Well, my friends, I'm going to leave the number to suicide prevention in the episode notes just in case. I pray we all have a stress-free, blessed weekend. I pray this audition goes well this weekend. Y'all pray for a bitch. Now, after all that heaviness, y'all know I got to end the episode with some uplift. And I felt like this one resonated with me the most. So, here we go. Staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It means that even on your hard days, you know there are better ones coming. And that's honestly what I live by. My faith and perseverance keep me going, but I'm constantly, constantly, constantly reminding myself that better is coming. I say it out loud because words have power. And, my, and when my friends tell me they're having a bad day or I see one of my friends online having a bad day, I'll drop them a note and say tomorrow will be better. Sometimes better is all you need to press forward, but also therapy. Just saying. All right, people, that's enough. Keep thriving out here. Until next time, adios.